Hi, you're listening to the I Told You So Show, a podcast where I will be talking about the struggles and unspoken thoughts of the young adult. The name is Ali, a 21-year-old professional teacher and a DJ at a local broadcast show. I'm sitting down to share my stories of grief and success and how to be better at being a 21-year-old. Now let's get right to the podcast. I decided to talk about a topic that gives me reason to tear up when I start talking about it. And this is the 10 things I realized after I lost my father. I think it really became life-changing when my father died or even when he started going back and forth the hospital really impacted me a lot because I had to miss some of my classes during college and my professors were even concerned that I might fail their subjects but fortunately they were very understanding about it and I just told them I only have one father so I have to be with him during his last days because even when I was in fourth year medyo critical na ang case niya deteriorated liver cirrhosis So it was last February that his doctor told us that he was actually in his last stage kasi napakalakas niyang uminom. He is a very heavy drinker. There is not a night that I came home from school and he's not drinking with his friends. Even when his friends are not around, hahanap at hahanap siya ng paraan para masatisfy ang thirst niya for alcoholic drinks, beer, tuba, whatever. Give it to him and he'll drink it. I'll try not to make this as an attack to my father, but something that is also motivational for me and for others who are also undergoing the same thing. I hope I'll gain listeners who also have experienced the same thing as me, losing a father at a young adult age. Actually, siguro kung mas bata ako na nawala ang tatay ko, siguro hindi ko masyadong madadama ang sakit. Pero talagang nadama ko siya ngayon because I was with him in all his consultations with the doctor, mga follow-up check-up. I was there with him throughout the entire process and even on the day of his death. February 15, 10pm. I will never forget that time. So again, I would not want to make this podcast a very emotional one. Let's just dig into the things I realized after I lost him. Okay, the first one is that kung kaibigan mo ako at nakilala mo ako throughout my growing up days, talagang masasabi mo na I grew up in a strict and overprotective household. Between my mother and father, masasabi ko na mas strict talaga ang aking father. Because there are some times na my mother would allow me to go to places, to exciting places, but my father would not. Um, there was actually a time, nung high school ako, I met a group of people, actually choir ito, the Zamwanga Hermosa Choral. And then, it's like they're scouting for new members, for young members to join their choral. And so, nung na-discover ako, charot. Talagang discover ang term, no? Nung na-discover ako, they immediately told me that they will do a house visit and talk to my parents para formal akong payagan na sumali sa choir. Kasi uh, what I knew that time was hindi ito basta-basta choir because they're very particular with the members they'll be recruiting for the group. So ayun, dumating na dito si ma'am. 
si Ma'am Angie. And Ma'am Angie and my father started discussing things about the late night practices and the going to different cities for performances or other exposures. And at that same night, I stormed inside my bedroom because I found out that my father rejected the offer. Imagine, it was actually a choir group that I wanted to be a part of. And hindi niya ako pinayagan just because of the following reasons. Number one, ayaw niyang umuwi ako ng late. And then number two, kasi nagluluto siya every night ng dinner for me and ayaw niyang makamiss ako ng dinner. So at that time, I was really furious at him. Talagang galit ako because who would turn down that kind of opportunity? I loved singing and he knew that. He was proud of me even. Hindi ko maintindihan at that time kung bakit kailangan niyang maging super strict sa akin. But I realized that he was strict for me for a reason. It was not only because I was the only daughter that he had. Actually, he had daughters with other wives that he had in the past. But I was the one who actually grew up with him. Nakita niya akong lumaki. And malaking investment niya sa akin. Na-realize ko lang din, he had his reasons for being so strict and overprotective. Hindi lang basta protective, overprotective talaga. I realized that his efforts to discipline me were for my own benefit. At kahit galit siya, and even when he corrected me in a way that was sometimes offensive, para nakakatakot na, lah, sumisigaw agad. At that time, napaka-harsh nun for me. Nagagalit ako, nagagalit siya, nagsisigawan kami dito sa bahay. But yung epekto nun, yung lahat ng mga lecture niya sa akin, lahat ng mga galit, kung paano niya binubuhos ang kanyang mga frustration about me. Although, that does not happen most of the time. Napaka, ano lang, minsan lang, kapag nahuhuli akong tumatakas na bahay. <laughs> Hindi gentle ang idea ng father ko of discipline and correction. But I know that the effect of this discipline, of this strict discipline, will be good and long-lasting. And the next one, my father is not a malambing type of father. But he showed his affection through another avenue, and that is through providing security. When I was in grade school, ayan, so honor student ako at that time, and tuwing sinasabihan ko siya na, Pa, you have to report late for work because you have to attend my reading of honors. Tinanong niya ako kung ano yung place ko sa top. Sabi ko, second honor. Ay, bakit second honor lang? Mag-attend daw siya kung first honor. Ay, yung mga little things like that. I know my father. Um, He does not meant to say that in a way na ma-offend ako, masasaktan ako. That's his way of motivating me to do better. And during those times as well, nakita ko rin kung paano siya mag-give up ng time niya for the family para mag-overtime sa work, to report every day despite his illness. He was weak already at that time. Pero araw-araw pa rin siyang pumapasok sa work. At kahit natutulog lang siya sa, sa shop namin, we actually have a shop sa my highway ng aming barangay. And currently, my half-brother is managing it. Business-wise, medyo nag-a-adjust pa rin. Siyempre, he was my father's assistant. Hindi niya alam ang mga pasikot-sikot masyado ng shop namin. So, hopefully, maging okay lang. He had to give up time, money, and energy to be present for us. 
kahit na ayon hindi na namin siya makakasama on special days. May mga times na nagbabakasyon kami sa ibang city kasama ang mga family friends namin and hindi siya nakakasali doon because he has to work. And why does he have to work? Because he has to provide. Hindi ako masyadong lumaki sa isang family setup na nag at nagkikiss. Actually, we only do that when we attend mass pag nag-o-offer ng peace. So, yun lang yung time na I kiss my father's cheeks. So, nakakamiss din ang mga little things na gano'n. And number three, hindi ako pinapayagan sa mga overnights and sleepovers. Hindi ko naranasan ang todo-todong life para sa mga classmates ko. So, lahat sila nakaranas ng mga night outs or travels to different cities. I mean, nakaranas naman din ako, pero it's school-related or mga family outings. Nakakaranas din naman makalabas, but not the same as with my friends, college buddies. I realize, pag nagmamature pala tayo, nakikita natin ang goodness don sa mga hindi natin, hindi katanggap-tanggap na bagay nung una. I realized today na tuwing sinasabi niya na no, tuwing nagnano siya sa akin pag humingi ako ng permiso, I realized that mahira para sa kanya ang magno. Kasi kahit siya, na, siya din naman dumaan sa ganitong edad, dumaan sa stage na nagka-crave for social life, so naranasan niya din tong lahat ng mga to. And mahirap para sa kanya ang mag-say no. And during those times na hindi niya ako pinapayagan, it is because he has got feelings na baka papunta ako sa mali, baka ma-influensyahan ako ng masama, I might be friends with the wrong people and that might greatly affect my future. Napakarami niyang plano for me and he does not want one single night or one single event affect me for my entire life. Hindi niya naman sinasadya na mag-miss out ako on those exciting experiences but ayaw niya lang na magkamali ako. He wanted to prevent me from doing mistakes that I would regret for the rest of my life. The next one is the best moments should be remembered and the other times forgotten. So of course, like in any other families, meron din naman tayong mga hindi magagandang alaala. I can actually vividly remember the last argument that I had with my parents. At talagang nagalit ang tatay ko. Why? Because it was my mother and me arguing that night. Kasi, I am actually uh, an education graduate. So, my father is pressuring me already to apply to public school. I mean, hindi naman masamang opinion yon na ipa-apply na ako. But, I realize, I mean, alam ko sa sarili ko that I'm not prepared for it. Because, dun din naman ako papunta. But, it's too early. Napaka-early pa. Napakarami pa ng mga job opportunities or mga ganap na gusto ko pang maranasan. Before I go into that phase of my life, when I really need the money, then I would apply. Yung halimbawa magpapakasal na ako or if I already have a family to raise, then that's the best time to apply to the Department of Education. So yun, sabi ko, bottom line, I am not ready. I'm not gonna apply this year. Maybe in five years, but not this year. When COVID happened, mahirap mag-apply, mahirap makahanap ng jobs, good paying jobs, and it's a good thing that I did not resign from 
my current workplace. And na-freeze kasi ang hiring sa mga public schools. Yun ang alam ko. Kung halimbawa, nag-resign ako last March, then I would be jobless now. So anyway, going back to that night when I had that argument with my parents, um, labasan na ng sama ng loob, I was crying, and my mother was screaming at me. Hindi lang siya basta. Hindi lang basta mataas ang boses, screaming talaga. Talagang nagsisigawan kami dito sa bahay. And itong tatay ko, siguro hindi niya nakayanan ang ingay dito sa bahay. He grabbed the thing closest to him, which was a spatula. And he threw it directly at me. Talagang tinamaan ako sa may, sa may tenga ko. And hindi ako nagalit. Actually, I have this anger issue na nahirapan din akong solusyonan. That's the dilemma I have. Maybe next time, I'll get the chance to talk about how I handle my anger. Talaga bang handle Ali, are you sure? So, hindi ako nagalit kasi that was what he wanted for me at that time. And, ramdam ko na rin na kaya niya ako pressure because he wants to see me at a place or at a position na mas satisfy na siya. You get it? Um, kasi siguro, feel niya na na he'll no longer live for a very long time. He'll be gone soon. And so, kaya niya ako pressure na mag-public school na. Because that's his dream for me. Wala nang ibang dream, kundi ang maging teacher sa isang public school. Because, you know, the good compensation, the benefits, and plus my mother is a public school teacher. So, he wants me to follow the footsteps of my mother. So, kalimutan na lang yung mga negative memories, and we have to dwell on the good ones. I, I am actually taking that back. Let's not forget our bad memories. Because these bad memories will be our tokens for the future. Para alam natin kung ano yung gagawin natin. In this case, when we're already parents. It wasn't all sunshine growing up. It was not all the time na naranasan ko or na-feel ko that I was the luckiest daughter on earth. I consider my father as a lesson on what to do and what not to do as a parent. May apply ko yung parenting style niya when I already become a mother in the future. And alam ko rin yung anong dapat na hindi ko gawin. Like dying early. Just when your parents, you have a family, you have children, you have to take care of your health. Kasi napakasakit na makita mong nagsasuffer din ang mga anak mo because of your mistakes and decisions. So, ayun nga, um, my father was a heavy drinker and it has affected me slight tang naman. Back then, he was actually a chairman sa barangay namin. And people would bash him because instead of doing his duties daw, he would bring alcoholic drinks his office. I actually do not know if that one is true because I was so young back then. Grade 6 and di ako masyadong conscious sa public image. And the next one, next realization is he felt my every heartache and rejection. I actually remember the time when an ex broke up with me. And umaga yun, no? Umaga. And kakabrik lang sa akin ng shota ko that time. So, nung hindi ko nakayanan, I entered their bedroom and they were still sleeping at that time. Nagising sila when they heard me crying. Ma! Ganyan, I was crying. Ma! Makipag-break si... Ganito sa akin. Ganyan. Tapos, ito namang mother ko, napaka-judgmental. Sabi niya pa, Bakit? Sino ba yan? Saan ba yung nag-aaral? Sinabi ko yung name ng school. 
Eh, diyan lang pala yung nag-aaral. Kala ko naman kung saan. Iiwan mo na yan, iyaan mo siya. Ganon. Ganon siya ka-judgmental. Ginudge niya ang lalaki or ang ex ko based on the school he was studying at. Ganon. So, ito na mga tatay ko. Nakita niya akong umiiyak. Kalit siya. Para lang daw sa lalaki, umiiyak-iyak daw ako. Kala ko daw kung sino na ako na umiiyak-iyak para sa lalaki. Basta, ganun, galit siya. Instead of consoling me, galit siya. And that was typically him. Ganun talaga siya. And hindi ako na-offend doon. So, he hated to see me cry over that boy who broke my heart. And definitely, he hated to see me cry when I saw him suffering on his deathbed. Kasi nga, diba, I was with him the night he died. Actually, the entire family was. <laughs> Napaka-jumpak namin sa hospital room. Anyway, his death will always be the most painful breakup. So, pagsama-sama mo lahat ng mga breakup ko in the past, walang-wala yan sa heartbreak na naranasan ko when I lost him. Next one, next realization. He was a silent member of my imaginary fanbase. Kahit na nadi-disappoint ko siya at times, kahit na hindi ko nasusunod yung mga gusto niya, kahit failure ako when it comes to practical jobs, mga trabaho sa bahay, not the washing the dishes jobs, pero yung mga car maintenance, pag hindi ako nakakatulong or nakakapagbantay sa shop namin, syempre, siya siguro naman naintindihan niya na why I didn't like to help at the store. <laughs> Kasi naman, pag may nagtatanong sa akin kapag may customer, honey, about my customer. Pag nag inquire sila about a certain auto part, kasi auto part ng business namin, hindi ko naman kasi naiintindihan yung sinasabi nila. I have no idea about auto parts, motor parts. Before my father died, ang alam ko lang yung mga, mga oil. Yung mga oil na ginagamit for change oil. <laughs> Tapos mga spark plug. Ganun. Pero syempre, nung namatay na siya, I had to learn a thing or two about automotive and first aid sa siraing sasakyan. And natuto ako. There are some days na when I would be stuck in traffic or natilikan ako ng sasakyan in the middle of the road, I would say to myself, Pa, please help me. Natatakot ako na masigawan ako ng mga drivers around me because, you know, those are struggles of a new driver. And pag sirain yung sasakyan mo, you will really experience all of those na flatan, na lobat ang battery, uh, lumambot yung clutch pad. Things like that, naubusan ng gas. Carelessness ko din naman yun. Also, pag may, kahit na may mga times na I disappointed him, he was also very proud of me. So, in every event that we attend, halimbawa mga parties at our neighbors sa mga bahay ng mga relatives namin, lalo na kapag may karaoke, because, you know, karaoke is life. Lalo na pag may mga karaoke, talagang pakakantahin niya ako. Pag may mga event, may mga kasal kami ina-attendan. Talagang magre-request siya sa host ng party or ng event na pakantahin ako. And when I would be there on stage singing, he would be really looking at me. Talagang masaya niya akong pinapanood. And he would brag about me to his friends na nito, ah, uh, may talent ako sa pagkanta and nakuha ko daw yun sa kanya. Ganon, nakikipag-argue siya na nakuha ko daw yung talent na yun sa sa kanya, and instead of my mother, because my mother is also singing, ganun, napaka-proud niya sa akin. 
So, the next one is, like I told you earlier, I am an only child, only daughter, sa kanila ng mama ko. But he had sons and daughters sa mga previous wives niya. And I know in myself that he's a lot closer and more bonded to me than to my other siblings. So, ako yung talagang na-witness niyang lumaki. And ako din yung nakasama niya throughout his struggle. And during that night at 10pm on February 15, talagang tinapos lang ng tatay ko ang Valentine's Day. Actually, the story was, nasa JS prom ako at that time. And then my sister-in-law texted me, uh, anong oras pa da ako uuwi? Because my father has to be rushed to the hospital. Kasi, sumukan na daw ng dugo. And, uh, if you know about liver cirrhosis, yun, it's a disease in the liver wherein you throw up blood, like nosebleed ka ng blood, and affects your brain. You don't think straight anymore. So, he was at his last stage at that time. That was on February 14th. So, na-alarma na ako noon. So, I had to cancel my night out with my co-teachers and headed straight to the hospital. Ayun, um, I can even remember his last <laughs> last words to me that night that he wanted to drink water. Pero, he was not allowed to drink water because it was a must to clear first his lungs so that the bleeding will stop. So, liquid cannot enter his body yet until the bleeding will stop. And then the next morning, he was throwing up a lot of blood pa rin and started becoming unconscious. Totally unexpected. Anyway, I'm here to talk about the realizations I had, not about the night of his death. I'm sorry, guys. Um, I just want to talk about it because I'm afraid I might lose these memories if I do not keep track of them, if I do not talk about them. Natatakot ako na one day makalimutan ko. That's my fear. So, please, if sa mga friends ko na nakikinig ngayon, please bear with me when I talk about the same things over and over again. It's just that those are the only memories I have with my father. So, kahit na medyo hindi ka aya-aya or hindi maganda yung mga memories na yan, I hope you still listen to me and intindihin niyo ako because I'm still in this stage where I'm still grieving for his loss and ito lang yung mga memories ko na meron ako sa kanya. So, kahit na may mga kapatid ako, mga half-siblings, half-brothers, I did not feel that I was the favorite. So, hindi siya impartial sa amin. 100% ang love niya. Although may mga pinagtutuunan ng attention, pero kung pagmamahalan ang basis, then I can guarantee that he has no favorites among us. Number eight, I wish he, we had more time to laugh together. I remember when I was young, and he was healthier back then. Napakalakas niyang mag, mag good time, mag makipagbiruan with me. And as I grew up naman, siguro na-feel niya na parang ayoko siyang kabonding kasi nagdadalaga na ako. But, syempre, hinanap-hanap ko yun. I miss that. I miss laughing with him kapag may mga... <laughs> pag may mga tao kaming na-encounter na nakakatawa yung mga stories, yung mga, mga inside jokes. Nakakamiss. And, even though he is gone, I will never forget the sound of his laughter. Napakalakas ng tawa niya. 
nakakahawa. Minsan, nai-imagine ko na he is outside, drinking with his friends. He's the happiest when he's drinking. So, sino ba naman ako para pigilan siya na gawin or, oh yeah, gawin ang mga bagay na nakapagpapasaya sa kanya because I was only a daughter. Anak lang ako. I cannot dictate what my father wants to do. Pero at some point, medyo nagsisi din ako because I could have done something. I mean, all of us are meant to die anyway. Pero, kung may nagawa man akong paraan sana na he'll not die that soon. Sana nagawa ko. Sana nasabihan ko siya. Sana nasabi ko na ayoko mawala siya at this part of my life because I'm still trying to be someone successful. I mean, I have a stable job but this is not I know this is not the peak yet. Pero pang itkatataas to. Oh, please do not see that as bragging or parang masyado naman to ambisyosa. But you know, I'm still 21. I have a lot of things to discover. Baka marami pa akong ma-achieve in the future. I don't mean to brag. I'm just hopeful for the future. The next one is, he was a busy man because he provided well for the family. And I'm so grateful that I couldn't recall a time when we starved at home. Parang wala kaming makain sa bahay. I never experienced that. And because of that, I feel very lucky na konting craving lang or pa, I need this. I need that. He would really try to provide. You know what? On the day that I found out that I passed the board exam for teachers, syempre, uh, my parents were the first ones I called. I was crying. <laughs> pa, ma, I passed the exam. Kasi medyo nagduda na ako yung tagal dumating ng result. Ano to? Baka hindi ako pasado. I knew at that time my father was broke because of all the medicines, all of his checkups. Everything was expensive. When you have that sickness, everything's expensive. So, he had no money left for clothes. May mga gusto siyang bilhin. Cannot afford that anymore. Kapag may mga stocks na kailangan sa shop, cannot order them anymore. Because of the increasing, that's the power off ng aking speakers. Sorry for that. So, when my father promised something, he would always be sure to get home na daladala yung nire-request ko. I actually miss the time when I would text him pa palit ako uban nga na ipalaman <laughs> kasi gusto gusto ko ng tinapay na merong feeling ayoko ng mga loaf bread or mga plain na tinapay or pandesal hindi ako nag-e-enjoy sa mga ganun so every time we would come home may daladala na siyang supot at may tinapay doon at may feeling sa loob paborito namin pareho ang peanut butter roll dito sa bakery malapit sa amin so every time na bumibili ako sa labas sinasabay ko na yung para sa kanya because we both enjoyed it and alam ko na bawal yun sa kanya because yun bawal siya sa sweets kasi nga under medication siya pero binibilhan ko pa rin siya because i know uh, that he's still craving and i want to give him everything that he wants kasi na feel ko na din yun eh na anytime soon kukunin to sa akin kukunin to sa akin ni lord so i have to give him everything that he requests for i actually gave him siguro three fourths of my first sahod I did not want to burden him with all the bills and all the medications the last one the last realization before we end this podcast my father taught me to run to win kung gaano ako ambitiousa ngayon <laughs> I think I got that from him. It was always his goal for me to land on my feet as a mature young adult. He wanted to see me have a stable job, marry a good partner, have a beautiful family, and seeing me passing the board exam and landing a job, that was a race we both took. He helped me win that race, and even now that he is gone, I will continue to race even if I have to do it 
Aloe. So lastly, before I I end this podcast, I'm actually recording this in my bedroom now, and it's very quiet around me. So this is just like a message for my dad if he's hearing these words right now. I want you to know, pa. God knows how much I wanted for you to stick around for many more years, and that life will never be easy without you. Everything changed. I had to adjust. But despite all that, God opened my eyes for me to see the beauty in death. At first, I never really understood there is beauty in death, but I see them now. And that beauty in death is realizing that my father is a better father now than he was before because he made me realize these lessons. He taught me these lessons that were not taught to me when he was alive. I only realize these things now. I miss my father. I love my father. I love him to death. And these are the 10 things I realized after I lost my father. If you enjoy this episode, be sure to subscribe so you can tune in when a new episode is posted. Thanks for listening and I hope you share this with your friends so they too can get their takeaways from my stories. Until next time!